Hello, hello, this is the CritCast and I'm Ross. We here at the CritCast like to think that movies can be both art and entertainment. Now, when a movie possesses either one of those qualities, I don't always have the expectation that they will be high art or high entertainment. Sometimes, a movie can just demonstrate extreme technical ability alongside providing some very basic and satisfying entertainment. This is the case with David Leach's Atomic Blonde, which is a Cold War-era action spy thriller that's one hell of a gritty gut punch wrapped up in a mostly passable spy story. In Atomic Blonde, Charlize Theron plays Lorraine Broughton, a Cold War-era punching bag who spends most of the movie either getting punched in the face or smoking cigarettes. On the eve of the collapse of the Berlin Wall, Lorraine is tested finding out why Theodore Trumbly from her was killed by a Russian lumberjack. Also, she needs to find some double agent asshole because this is a spy movie and someone needs to be designated as the chief liar and backstabber in a career where all you do is lie and backstab. Meanwhile, every light fixture in Berlin has been replaced with glowing neon and the Russians have ordered that every sound in Berlin should be some kind of recognizable 80s popular song. Faces get punched, guts get shot, backs get stabbed, a car flipped, Charlize Theron and Sofia Boutella have a really hot sex scene. Then you leave feeling awkward about watching a woman get beat on for almost two hours. Okay, it's not entirely true that we're watching almost two hours of Charlize Theron getting hit in the face. She does take a hell of a lot of punishment over the course of the movie, and like movies like John Wick or Die Hard, she does not instantly heal between scenes. Every cut, bruise, wound, and injury is still visible on her body after she receives them. It makes her look like a total badass, but it's also somewhat disconcerting through no fault of its own. You see, in movies and other media, we've been conditioned to associate a bruised and battered woman in nice clothes out in public with abuse. So, seeing Charlize Theron being all sexy and fashionable while also sporting a huge black eye, a broken lip, and arm bruises just feels weird. Again, this is totally not the movie's fault since these same wounds are the battle scars of a huge badass, not the marks of an abuse victim. It's more of a case of the conditioning we as the audience have received. Also, this movie isn't two hours of non-stop action. The closest comparison would be to the John Wick movies since the director David Leach was the co-director of the first John Wick movie and the executive producer of the second one. But where the John Wick movies were hyper-slick action movies that were basically excuses to have a series of super cool and badass action set pieces, Atomic Blonde chooses to concentrate its action into fewer set pieces. Specifically, it condenses nearly all of its badass action into the much-talked-about stairway fight sequence. This stairway fight sequence is nearly worth the price of admission alone. First of all, it's basically an extremely extended single-take fight sequence. I don't know how long it lasted, but it felt like it was 20 minutes long, and that's impressive since, again, it looks like it's one take. There were a few moments where there could have been some edits, but I really couldn't tell. Either way, we're treated to a gritty, knockdown, drag-out brawl that demonstrates Leech's chops as an action director. And it's brutal. It's the kind of fight sequence where you can see, hear, and feel everyone getting tired and suffering from their injuries like real people. And Charlize Theron is in the thick of it the entire time, yelling and screaming and grunting and gasping and bleeding and getting destroyed while destroying some stuntmen who really earn their paycheck. It's really great. But 
the story and plot surrounding these cool action sequences is the weak part of the movie. It's not bad or incompetent by any means, but it's all very rote and expected. Not exactly predictable, but it only just hits all the required beats and moments that you would expect from a spy thriller. There's backstabbing and intrigue and half-truths and whatever. It's all very competent, but not exactly engrossing. Uh, John Goodman and Toby Jones are spy superiors that do a good job as the higher-ups that are trying to get to the bottom of all of these spy shenanigans, but they don't really have anything to do beyond that. James McAvoy is pretty good as a fellow spy stationed in Berlin. He plays the asshole atypical spy quite well. Uh, Sophia Butella is another spy who plays off of Charlize Theron, uh, which is good because they're both made interesting via their interactions. And I'm not just talking about that intimate scene I talked about earlier. Uh, other than those thoughts, there really isn't much to say about Atomic Blonde. This isn't a case where the movie has very little or nothing to offer, because it does have some good to offer in terms of action and style, but it's a very cut-and-dry, straight-to-the-point movie. What you're paying to see is Charlize Theron kick major ass as a super spy woman, and what you get is Charlize Theron kicking all sorts of major ass all over the place as a super cool spy woman, drenched in neon and Cold War-era aesthetics. Sometimes, after I've seen a bunch of movies where I need to keep up with all the lore and the story of the whole franchise, even if I like those movies, I like to watch a movie that is singularly by itself. Everything I need to know is right there in front of me, and I can just enjoy it without needing to think about what might happen next or who might be affected in a different movie. It's a good change of pace, and that pace is brutal face-punching and chest-stabbing. It's definitely worth a watch, and I hope we get to see more of these hardcore, bare-bones action fight movies. I'm Ross, and this has been The CritCast. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Y'all have a good day now, and please remember to clean up after yourselves in the theater. Bye.